0: You know, the demand for single-family residences in this country is just astounding. It's been strong around here for a long time. But really, coming out of COVID, everybody wants space. And now, you know, it's a riddle. You can't afford it. You want to get away, but you can't afford it. So it plays right into the hand of Invitation Homes. This is the Dallas-based company that is the largest owner and leaser of homes in the country. And, I don't know how many, but I know who does. Dallas Tatter is the president and CEO of Invitation Homes. Joins us right now. It's good to have you with us.
1: It's great to be with you again. Thanks, David.
0: So the last I saw was eighty thousand homes. What's your
1: count of the amount now? Yeah, we're 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 a nudge over eighty thousand. I think we're approaching eighty one or eighty two thousand today, um, and we're trying to grow because there's obviously plenty of opportunities uh, in terms of demand. Uh, people really do want the space that you were talking about. We're trying to strike that balance, make sure that we keep bringing great product into the marketplace because people are leasing it as fast as they can right now.
0: You know, when we first talked I, beforehand, I was like, well, this is a nice concept. You know, it's sort of we buy ugly homes and we fix them up and then, you know, people come in and rent them. No, I mean, you're buying big time new homes. You just kind of deal with Pulte. You're going to buy what, 7,500 brand new homes from Pulte spread out across the
1: country. That's right. That's right. So Pulte's one of our, you know, many Builder partners, but one that we view as extremely strategic for our business. Pulte builds great product. They have fantastic locations, and you know, we beyond just buying homes, we also want to bring new supply into the marketplace, and that's an important narrative. We want to make sure that we're bringing in additional stock to the marketplace um, because one, it, it, there's so much demand for it, and two, as an owner of real estate. Anytime you can build the product to suit your business needs, it makes things a heck of a lot easier. That's for sure.
0: So is the money in the leasing? You know, I keep thinking about Ray Kroc, the the founder of McDonald's, who said, I'm not in the hamburger business. I'm in the real estate business. We just sell the hamburgers while the real estate appreciates. I mean, I I can't imagine a better investment over the last several years than single-family homes. These things are just out of sight.
1: Do you ever sell? Well, We sell occasionally the homes um, and we'll do it as, you know, just normal asset management practice. Like, you know, sometimes a home, to your point, can be really valuable and it makes sense to sell that home and then recycle the capital into a couple of other homes in different markets. Um, But I think more importantly, we sell a lifestyle, right? To your point, like people want to be down payment light. They want to be flexible. There's this subscription economy that's out there, especially across the millennial generation. And there's 65 million of those types of people. Not everyone wants to own a home and deal with home ownership. They want to move around and they want flexibility. And so we sell that lifestyle and it, people are you know gobbling it up. They really, really like living in a good home. Yeah. I don't know that everybody wealth.
0: knows that, but I mean, you've got people that come around and will you know, fix the air conditioner and do routine maintenance. and And I mean, it really is like owning an apartment. I mean, that is, that's a great lazy way to
1: have a house. (laughs) We use the word efficient, David. It's an efficient (laughs) way. It's an efficient way to be in a house. And we create a worry-free experience. That's the big sell. Like, you know, every, there's 17 million people that lease a single family home in the U.S., right? We represent a very small fraction of the overall universe, but we sell an experience that I think is second to none in terms of being worry-free.
0: Well, can you get priced out? I mean, like I say, a lot of people are getting squeezed out of single family home ownership because, you know, there's there's not very many. And despite the fact that we've got low interest rates, the cost of construction is, is astronomical. You've got to raise your rent or your lease payments.
1: Well, we follow market pricing. So if the market moves up, typically our rates will move with it. If the market moves down, our rates would move with it. And you're right, we're in an environment where demand is really healthy. Um, I think the good news is is builders are getting back to a normal cadence after the housing crisis of 2008. They just weren't building a lot of new product. They got really in trouble, right? They they overbuilt with too much debt on the balance sheet, things like that. And now we're starting to see those deliveries be kind of in like a normal uh, zip code in terms of what you'd expect, about a million and a half deliveries a year across new housing units. So that feels healthy, but it's gonna take a few years for supply to catch up to your point. Low interest rates, tons of demand and the end users are buying homes i mean there's six million resale transactions a year so it's a very healthy market but it's very competitive
0: yeah there have been a lot of one-offs people buy you know move out of a house and keep it and lease it out and there's a lot of that and i think that's still a lot of the market but you guys have become sort of the leader you know in in scale but but anytime anybody does well and we know you've done well your stocks were the best performing stocks of the year you know on the exchange but it it always attracts followers b2s other companies and other companies are getting into this business
1: yeah absolutely there's a lot of capital wanting to replicate the model that i think we quite frankly pioneered um it's still an industry that is run 98 percent by mom and pop landlords it really is Institutional capital only represents about 2% of the overall population. And we would expect that over the next couple of decades that will grow, but highly competitive processes, highly competitive space. Um, and we, 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 plan on continue, continuing to lead that space.
0: You know, this is, um, but I mean, this is not for the fate of heart. I was looking at the other, I guess it was on your conference call with the analyst. You had earnings the other day and they were good earnings, but you spent $569 million in the first, Six months of this year, buying 1,600 homes. You got to have deep pockets to do something like that.
1: You got to have capital. We're fortunate in the sense that our company's 10 years old. We had great sponsorship when we started, and now we're public. And so we have access to public market capital, um, which can be positive and a negative. Generally, when fundamentals are good, it's a positive. You can grow. um, And we have access to great markets and we have a team that's really seasoned. And so you're right. You got to know what you're doing. I would not suggest people, you know, get into investing in single family homes just because the momentum's there. You got to know what you're doing and you need to be smart about it. But more importantly, you got to offer a great product. And if you do that, right, you'll have the right demand for your business.
0: Well, and and be in it for the long haul, I guess. I mean, I can think of a lot of people that got stuck with condominiums in Florida and in 08 and 09 that, that that took them, that put off their retirement by about a decade.
1: You got to be careful for sure. And, and, you know, it's not for everybody To your point. I think there's going to be companies that do this really well over time. And just like department business that you talked about earlier, it's going to become standard practice. I think that people will want a professional company to lease from. And so I think I expect the industry to continue to grow.
0: So what are your challenges right now? I mean, you, you, the market, is not you know you don't have an 800 pound gorilla that you're out there fighting you don't have a lot of people nipping at your heels right now i I construction costs have just gone through the roof i guess that is that one of your challenges
1: yeah cost of goods sold right labor uh, material costs are going up you know every time we buy a house david we spend about 10 percent of whatever that purchase price was in updating and upgrading the home which is great it's great for the neighborhood it's great for our residents but that those costs can creep on you in an inflationary environment we're certainly in one today um so those types of things the labor market's tricky so you know we have 300 plus maintenance techs driving around in our vans yeah. doing 50 percent of our work orders all the time 365 days a year and you know finding labor right now is really tricky in this country so um those are all kind of the nuances of running a big company that we deal with as a management team every day and trying to Make sure that we, you know, can offer a level of service we want to stand behind.
0: So are you friendly with homeowners associations and that sort of thing? Are there any areas that you just can't get into because you're renting and you're surrounded by, you know, single family homeowners?
1: We sure try to be. I think at this point we are in over... uh, it's a big number. I want to say we're over, you know, 15,000 HOAs that we work with. Really? Um, not all of our homes are in HOAs, but some are. Um, and yeah, those are, every market's different. That's what makes this business so fun and interesting actually is, you know, the rules in Florida are completely different than the rules in California across kind of the real estate spectrum. So, you know, we have dedicated experts on our team that navigate these you know challenges and our ultimate goal is to lift values in neighborhoods and create a great experience for residents. So our interests are aligned with HOAs, our interests are aligned with neighbors. Uh, we gotta do a good job of that, but we should be elevating the standard of living within a neighborhood, not going the other way. So when we buy a home, we should be upgrading fit and finish standards, upgrading interiors, uh, and being a, you know, a positive neighbor. And so that's our focus. But yeah, it comes with uh, opportunities to always find ways to improve. So
0: Lance, so what are the hot markets right now? I mean, I I think I know. I mean, I would guess North Texas, Austin, Phoenix, various parts of Florida. That's all pretty hot. Any coming up, any, any new markets you want to get into? The Carolinas? Our,
1: yeah, our 16 markets are, are seriously some of the best performing in the country. And we, we basically cover the Smile, which is West Coast, Sunbelt, Southeast. We're in North Carolina. It's a fantastic market. Phoenix and Vegas have just been incredibly strong. Atlanta's been incredibly strong. Dallas, as you know, is off the charts. It's just a very, very healthy environment um, for people that are in real estate, residential generally right now. Now, with that comes, you know, a cautionary tale, which you better be smart about what you're buying and why. And you better, you know, be paying attention to where markets can go, because they don't always go up and trees don't grow to a sky, right? So you, you need to, it won't last forever. Um, but it's a healthy, healthy environment. But, right but now. there Very is
0: a—you would think there's a logical movement. I mean, they rent from you, are they lease from you? I guess for what a couple of three years, and then ideally yep. they go on and they buy their own place. Yeah, we we actually. Can cycle. they buy it from you? We,
1: yep. Well, they can. Uh, sometimes we do sell to our residents. When we decide to sell a home, we always give our resident the first look. We have a program called Resident First Look. Yeah. And then, you know, I think the the summer is this, David. The con- the country continues to move south. If you look at the population, it's just continually moving south. People are chasing warmer weather, business friendly climates, uh, and environments that are more favorable on taxes. What we do in our portfolio as we survey people is about eight to 10% of our portfolio every year cycles into homeownership and that's okay. We're, we're part of a, a housing continuum. Um, but you're right. They stay with us about three or four years. And I would say on average about 10% of our portfolio every year cycles back into ownership and we do that as a positive
0: well uh, it's a it's a great business to be in especially right now and you've you know made it through a tough time when you couldn't even evict people i guess
1: so now you and we're working with everybody and that's still true come to think of it if the pandemic's been real it's hurt a lot of folks and we've had an amazing opportunity quite frankly we've helped thousands of families through this process and restructuring you know figuring out lease terms, forgiving balances. It's been a, it's been a, I've been really impressed by our team and how hard they've worked to make sure residents are being looked after. So it's been a good experience.
0: Fascinating business. Dallas Tanner, president, CEO of Invitation Homes. Thank you for the time. always appreciate it.
1: Great to be with you. Thanks, David.
0: Thanks for Barbara conversation with Mr. Tanner. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson news radio, 1080 KRLD.